0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the State of the Fandom. I am your democratically elected president for life uh, of time and space and future president of the United States, Neil Fox. And with me, as always, is... Link Labrador, the ever-vigilant
1: watchdog, and the adorable floofy boy.
0: Welcome, adorable, vigilant, watchdog, floofy boy. Uh, So, we were just talking about the difference between a lazy river and a drain. What is the difference, my dear? And and just to clarify for people, we were talking... So, he just put his fingers in the sauce and then scratched himself. I think he might be a dog. It's very difficult to tell. I'm a puppy. So, uh, we're talking about an analogy to describe jobs. Yes. So... Most people that I know, at the very least, and most people that I have read about, so in my estimation, at least 99% of people, feel like they are circling a drain. Yes. I would like to circle a theme park in a lazy river. Me too. Now, what is the difference between the two?
1: Well, circling a drain is you're scraping by day to day. And you're doing the bare minimum necessary to survive.
0: Everything feels out of control. Everything is moving so f- Like, imagine if you were going around a drain. Imagine if you were like a Lego man going around a drain. It would be so fast that you would have trouble even keeping up with things. Well, that's not my definition
1: of circling a drain. Okay. My definition of circling a drain is working at the same job, That you have for 30 years. Now,
0: having that. A lot of people would disagree with you, and here's why. Many people find satisfaction in their job, even if they don't get paid very much for it. So, why would that be circling a drain to you? Because for that person who is satisfied with their job, it doesn't feel like circling a drain.
1: Well, there's so much more to this world. Yes. There's so many more adventures to this world. hmm I have met people at Goodwill who... Felt like they were wasting their lives away because they had traveled to Thailand. They were a ah. teacher in Thailand. Okay. They had traveled around the world. Sure. They had done this, they had done that, they had done this. Yeah. It's okay to stop at a job for a year or two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for whatever reason. Which, there's perfectly good reasons to work at a regular job, regular nine-to-five. Sure. Perfectly valid reasons. Sure. But there's also enough reasons that you don't have to. It's like, I've been here for 20 years. That's great. Why? Why have you been here for 20 years?
0: <clears throat> oh, for most people, at least, <clears throat> and to be fair, I speak from the perspective of someone who comes from a southern state. Mm-hmm. So, I speak primarily from the perspective of someone who grew up around Republicans. Yeah. So, uh, I am not a Republican, to be clear. I lean more liberal, but I am an independent, like you. Yes. Now, when I say lean more liberal, I don't mean lean over to the, you know, Oh, well, we're about to only eat tofu and all that. Like, no, uh, that's just dumb. When I say liberal, I mean... Uh, things like free healthcare, yeah, free college, yep. Those are liberal ideas. Apparently, seems kind of dumb to me that you know the idea of giving people K through twelve and not giving people college is impossible. Sure, sure, it's impossible. There's no way we could possibly find the money to do it. It's impossible. But anyway, most people would say. Well, I work at a job because I have to, but where I get my satisfaction, you know, they they may get satisfaction from their work to some extent, but most people find joy and happiness in their life from other things. So uh, for many people, it's their church. For many people, it's their family or their pets or playing video games or traveling. These are the things that people say, quote, make life worth living. Now. Why, in your opinion, do other people, other than you, do those things as a hobby instead of full time? Do which things? Work or play? things that make life worth living. So, if if okay, I'll, I'll simplify it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> take someone who loves, um, take someone who loves woodworking. Yes. Many people love woodworking. Many people have a home studio where they do woodworking or quilting or crocheting or whatever. If that, to them, is what makes life worth living, why are they only doing it on Saturday and Sunday and going and working at a fucking um, dead-end job at a grocery store the rest of the time? Why do people make that decision? Because it is a decision. Yes. A person who is an expert woodworker could create a woodworking business, or a person who is an expert quilter. You know, a, a woodworker is generally male, or a blacksmith is generally male. Mm-hmm. A quilter or a scrapbooker is generally female. So we're not we're not talking about gender here. We're talking about people. Why do people Do things on the weekend that make them happy and then do things that make them miserable for seven uh, five five out of seven days of the week
1: because they've been fed the lie and this is a lie Mm. they've been fed the lie that being a calm obedient sheep Mm -hmm. is the American ideal yes absolutely when in reality How is this country founded? What is Manifest Destiny? What is, in essence, the American Dream?
0: The American Dream, at least as I define it, and I'm sure the the American Dream is a big enough topic that I'm sure many people have different definitions of it. Yes. But for me, the American Dream is opportunity. Yes. You know, let's... uh, Think about, think about the average person, okay? Yes. The average person. And we'll, we'll say the average low-income person, for example. Not, not somebody with a billion dollars in the bank, not somebody with a really nice house, something like that. A low-income person. So where would this person be from? Perhaps the inner city, mm-hmm. perhaps a really rural area in Kentucky or West Virginia or something.
1: Or you're just getting your start. Yeah. And you're building steam in your steam engine. Right. Now, put it put it another way. One of the greatest influential speakers I've ever wandered across upon the YouTube... The
0: YouTube? ...is C.C.P. Gray. C.G.P. Gray. Thank you. C.C.P. Gray would be someone from the Soviet Union. Okay. I botch his name frequently. Thank you, dog. You're welcome,
1: Mr. Labrador. But... His advice was to take the adventurous path when you're young Mm -hmm. because you can always find fish. If you're not catching enough fish, go cast your hook somewhere else. Yes, absolutely. If you have to fall forward into a new position, take myself. I can fall forward into any job. I am overqualified. Absolutely. For the vast majority of jobs. Uh, yes, you are. And I also have the skills, knowledge, and mm-hmm. skills, knowledge, resources, and know-how to make it look like I have a permanent residency somewhere, <laughs> if I need it. Well, step I- one. Okay. So if you ever shatter your life into a thousand pieces, mm-hmm. step one: open a bank account somewhere. Uh huh. That requires almost no identification other than your social security number, your ID, and this. That's correct. Start there. Absolutely. Then, once you have a bank account, find a few friends, and then make your... Find a few friends, then turn your permit, and then make your permanent residency... Residency, and quote-unquote, your mailing address.
0: Make your permanent residency your mailing address. When you say a couple of friends... Why would they need a couple of friends to have a permanent address?
1: Because you need somewhere to have a
0: mailbox. You need a mail... Right. So, hold on. So, I like where your idea is going, but you don't have to have a, a house. house. You don't have to have an apartment. You don't even have to have a storage unit to have an address. You, for $30 a month, you can have a post office box. And you can open up a bank account with most banks out of a post office box. Uh Uh-huh. So, I like where your idea is going, but let me add to it, okay? Yep. Say someone is listening to this podcast, and they live in rural Tennessee, some of those places we just drove through. Yep. They feel like their life is going nowhere, there's no jobs in their town. And life sucks. Yeah. They've been applying for jobs for months. They can't find nothing. Uh, Darling, all they would have to do is buy a Greyhound ticket or hitchhike. If they don't have the money for a Greyhound ticket, just hitchhike. Why are people so afraid of hitchhiking? Uh, p- there's all these, like, scary stories of... Oh, well, people get murdered while hitchhiking. Well, yes, you get murdered in your own home a lot more often than you get murdered hitchhiking.
1: Exactly. Uh, it,
0: uh, people. People. In general. Want to help other people. hmm If you stand... Not on a highway, because it's illegal, unfortunately. But if you stand on a state road with your thumb out, someone will pick you up, even if it's a police officer. A police? oh, oh, you need to go somewhere, citizen? Yes, I do. Would you take me to the police station in the middle of town where I can walk to the post office and get things done? Mm-hmm. Of course, citizen, I'd be happy to do that. Yes. You're not trespassing if you're on a state road. You're not breaking the law by holding out your thumb on a state road. Now, myself, I had a decently paying job.
1: It paid the bills. It got shit done. Mm Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, crazy life circumstances made me reassess the... Made me reassess my position
0: and Uh, See, (laughs) see, hold on. Hold on one second. So, for the sake of the audience... I, w- I just want to tell you something okay. yeah now tell, I'll tell them something I should say yes so my 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 wonderful future husband is perhaps the most stubborn person in the world uh-huh uh, I thought I was the most stubborn person in the world <laughs> and then I met my husband or fu- my fiance I, I met my fiance and I said oh I thought I knew what stubborn was <laughs> Uh, so uh, ju- just to give a little bit of context, listeners, um, <clears throat> I have been trying to convince him, or I should say I had been trying to convince him for about six months to move on to a different job because yes. it was making him miserable. Yes. Not only that, but it was making us sick uh-huh. about once every month or two. I don't know about you, but any amount of money, any amount of money, even, even if they were paying you $1,000 an hour, any amount, which they were not, but any amount of money, in my opinion, is not worth getting violently ill every couple of weeks. Now, darling, I knew that your job was important to you. And so I said, it, both in words and actions, Yes. it is okay that you want to do this, because I care about you, and I know that having this job is important to you. So I did not say, well, I've been sick two times, or uh, I've been sick five times, so now I'm going to say you have, uh, this is an ultimatum, you have to quit, or else you have to go find a different boyfriend. Like I'm not that type of person. No,
1: and I kept saying, throughout those six months, that I was more than happy to quit when, when you were ready. When I was ready, and when things were in a row.
0: Yeah. Well, I, and see, I agreed, see, I see. With here's you. here's the here's the thing. I agreed with you. Here, I, I know you did, my love. But I, I'm trying to explain both for your sake and the sake of the audience. Yeah. Like, so. We were almost murdered. Yes. And I could see in your face, as you were making the decision to call out of work, not, not even quit, just call out for the day. For the day! I could see in your face how difficult that was for you. Hmm, I was almost murdered. Should I call out of work? Hmm!
1: But then I quit on the spot.
0: You did. And was that the right decision? Yes. Now.
1: Because I made the decision.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And that is the only
0: qualifier for a right decision in this world, people. Yes. A a decision. Okay. This is something that I would love to put as rule... Number one, or rule number five, at the very beginning of the book of Craig. <laughs> yeah. A book that my husband has been writing for the past 10 years. Yeah. A, a, a rule that I think is very important for people to know. It is better to make the wrong decision than to make no decision. Mm-hmm. And and I, people have so much trouble being wrong, quote-unquote. Oh, I don't want to be wrong. And so they stay in a job they hate for 40 years. Oh, I don't want to take risks, so I'm going to be miserable for 40 years until I can retire on Social Security and live on $1,000 a month. Why, why you you have such a tiny, finite lifespan, a tiny lifespan, any person on earth, you could be 120 years old, and you can ask that person, how long did your life feel? And they go, short, man, very short. I wish I had another 120 years. Yeah. I Like, please, ask your grandparents. And they will say... Every single one will say this with almost no exception. I mean, there's always exceptions when it comes to psychology. But psychologically speaking, time feels very short for most people. And so people get this intuitively. Time is short. Not only that, but... Your time could end at any moment. Mm-hmm. You could have an aneurysm. You could be struck by lightning. You could be struck by a meteor at any moment.
1: Well, if you get struck by a meteor, at least someone's going to get rich. Meteors are stupidly valuable.
0: I know that, but <laughs> it, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care if my neighbor is a millionaire after I die. I, it doesn't matter. I don't care! Yes. What, I, what I'm trying to point out for the listeners, who many of them are going to be relatively young, I would assume, you know, young parents, you know, people just starting out their careers, people just graduating college, these types of people are probably going to be, these are the types of people that listen to podcasts. Yeah. So it is likely that most of our audience is going to be under the age of 30, Mm-hmm. even for the adult podcast. So if you are under the age of, I am 30 now. Mm -hmm. If you are under the age of 30, please take risks. There is no reason to get into a dead-end job before the age of, let's say, 40 or 50. If you are 50 years old and you want to save for retirement so that you can retire in 15 years and you have to do a really shitty job that you hate to do that, I would... uh, Me, personally, I would still say don't do that. But... If you can do it and get a pension and live from the age of 65 to 85 in Bermuda, why not? You're doing it for a reason. Yes. You're doing it so that you can retire. You're not doing it just because people say you should. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Darling... What would have happened if you came from a family like mine that insists that every child should go and get a bachelor's degree in the liberal arts? Would you have been happy getting a bachelor's degree in business, for example, where 99% of the work is reading? and memorization and math?
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: So you made the decision... To not go to college. You made the decision... Hold on, let's let's go back a little bit more. Yeah. You made the decision to pursue woodworking and carpentry yes. as your vocation. Yes. Your vocational training. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that you decided not to go to college, even though you could have for free. Yes. But would taking mandatory math classes and English classes and science classes have made you happy? I don't know. The answer is no. A English class where you have to learn how to conjugate sentences would make you miserable. Who cares where the adverb goes? Who cares? It doesn't matter. What's an adverb? Darling, <laughs> if you make a spelling mistake on a paper in college, you get a bad grade.
1: Yes. Who cares? You have to be perfect as college, because college-educated students, uh, college-educated students, quite frankly, have the education of a fifth grade. See, they have done that. I am being hyperbolic just a little bit and a little overdramatic, little but bit. the vast majority of American colleges is a waste of fucking time unless you go to a really good one like Harvard <laughs> University or well, Oxford University. Here,
0: here is the, here's the thing. So why is it worth it, quote unquote, to go to Harvard? Why is it worth it? The name. Uh-huh. Other than that... Is the education different? Who knows?
1: Are the teachers better?
0: No! No! So, they're, they're obviously, they're going to be of high quality obviously. because they have the money to pay whatever teacher they want. You know, teachers at Harvard make, like, $200,000 a year. Of course they're going to have good teachers. But the subject matter is the same.
1: If it's a subject matter to be a surgeon, that's pretty
0: standardized subject matter. If it's American history, it's gonna be the same. You could go to a community college and read the same textbook. The same textbook. Yes. As Harvard. If it's engineering, if if you want to be in engineering, you can go to a community college and get an engineering degree. So, why would someone want to go to Harvard versus a community college?
1: Because the prestige, the honor, I have a, I have a certificate from Harvard University and, the, and they have declared me a genius, da da, da 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 I am the best at what I fucking do. I am a doctor, that is what I am. Don't look at my test because I finished last. I am a doctor, educated student.
0: So I have a question. <laughs> just, Just a question. Yeah? Not including very highly paid professions like doctors and... I don't know, engineers that work on oil far- oil, oil farms, oil fields, or whatever. In- engineers that work for NASA. Engineers that work for NASA don't make that much money. Hold on, let me make my point. Okay. Do most people, again, I'm not talking about the edge cases, I'm not talking about the ends of the bell curve, I'm talking about the middle of the bell curve, okay? Uh-huh. Do most people who graduate from Harvard make $350 an hour at the age of 28? No. Did I make $350 an hour at the age of 28 at one of the most prestigious and most well-known consulting firms in America? Yes, you did. Now, how did I get that job? Did I go to Harvard? No. How did I get that job? You went to college and you also ran your you
1: know ran your own businesses, you created stuff from the ground up on top of uh,
0: let's see. Um, let me let you me You had
1: opportunities other people just simply didn't have.
0: Let let me let me stop you right there because you're close, but that's not quite it, okay. I came from a very poor part of the country. Yes. Very poor. Arkansas is desperately poor. Yeah. Missouri, the panhandle of Missouri, where I lived for quite a few years as a teenager, is even more desperately poor. Yeah. The average income in that part of Missouri is like $30,000 a year for a family.
1: What the fuck?
0: For a family.
1: I was making like 20 grand a year up in Maine. Maine is a stupidly wealthy place. You know how I managed to survive and make money? I didn't make it for my day-to-day job. I made it for my side hustles. I got pretty good at it.
0: Uh-huh. So, I came from a very poor part of the country. Uh-huh. I did not have access to Harvard. I did not have access to Stanford. Because. Not, beca- not because I wasn't smart enough to go. But because I did not know the process that is necessary to get into one of these fancy colleges. Mm -hmm. I could have gone to almost any school in the country for free because of my grades, but I did not know how to do the process of applying to Harvard. Now, what might stop someone from a poor family from applying to Harvard? Knowledge. And? Money. Darling, how much does it cost to apply to a college?
1: I will bounce a ball back to you. I'm not sure.
0: Generally between $100 and $250 per application. So I couldn't apply to every college that I wanted to go to. I couldn't. No. So I applied to ones that I knew that I would get into and a few long shots. In addition, I only took the SAT and the ACT once. I did not know that rich kids take it 10 times and then they only use the last score. I did not know that kids from rich families go to very morally bankrupt doctors and get prescriptions for Ritalin and diagnoses of ADHD when they don't have ADHD so they get 50% more time on the test and are on speed while they take it.
1: Yes, now, myself, I am very much ADHD. I knew about taking the SATs multiple times. I am a goddamn genius had never went
0: to college I had all the resources and and again because you were a foster kid you could have gone for free exactly I had all of
1: Neil's I had the opposite of Neil's problems of okay I had I knew about taking it multiple times okay I had I had ADHD sure I was basically on speed most of the time yeah I chose not to go to
0: college, even though I would have succeeded. I would have succeeded very well in college. Sure, and you, you probably would have taken a course that is more suited to your specific brain. Like a, a, a course to learn how to be a farmer, for example, would be something that you would be great at. I would have gone to USM, University of Southern Maine,
1: or I would have gone to SMCC. Southern Maine Community College. You know what both of those colleges are?
0: Tell me. Guess. What they are? Yes. Uh, accredited? I don't know. They are vocational colleges. Ah, of course. Yeah, got it.
1: I could have furthered my vocation.
0: But you chose to further your vocation by doing your vocation.
1: Uh Uh-huh. That vocation happened to be kitchen work. Nine times out of ten, I'm pretty damn good in the kitchen. That tenth time, you know, weird shit
0: happens. That tenth time is when he burns or cuts or fillets himself by accident. <laughs> um, he. I, a I saw your red rocket. Yes. <laughs> um, so let me let me let me backtrack just a little bit. Yep because we've, we've gotten off on a puppy tangent. Oh, a puppy. puppy trail.
1: A puppy trail. We've,
0: we've gone off on a puppy trail for a moment. Mm. The puppy, puppy brain has run off into the distance. So let's, let's reel it back just a little bit, okay? Yep. What we are trying to do in this podcast is teach people, especially young people, things that they can do and things that they should know to help them. So, let's say that someone is listening to this podcast on their 18th birthday, because you should not listen to this podcast if you're under the age of 18.
1: Yes, please don't. It's please
0: do weird. not. Because we say a lot of sexual and explicit things on this podcast, because it is for adults. adults. It is not for children. Just to be clear. Yes, we're adults now. I'm an adult. Rat. So let's say someone is listening to this on their 18th birthday in rural Mississippi what advice would you give to that person who will assume has just graduated from high school is thinking about where to go to college but what, what would you give that person what what advice would you give that person
1: hey take, take advantage of your Pell grants yes make sure that you've taken the SAT multiple times
0: uh-huh take speed if you have to <laughs> if you have ADHD, yes. But the thing, uh, uh, not uh, hold on, 1 second. Not speed, my love. <laughs> Legal Ritalin. Fine. Because if you encourage 18-year-olds to take illegal drugs, people will be very upset. Oh. We are talk we are not talking about illegal drugs. We are talking time. about things like Ritalin. Yeah, take a little
1: take a Ritalin if
0: you have Take Ritalin, darling, take Ritalin if you have ADHD. Not if you have to. If you have ADHD and it is legal for you to do so. Okay. It is very important that you not encourage people who have just turned 18 to take illegal drugs, my dear, on a public podcast. Okay. Think before you speak, please. All right. So here's, here's the advice that I would give to that person. Okay? Yep. You are at the very beginning of your adult life. You have the ability now, as opposed to yesterday when you were 17 years old, Eight. you are now 18 years old. Other than drinking, you have the ability to do any, anything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you have desired your entire life to travel to Japan, because you are a huihabu, why would you not? You can sign up to be an English teacher in Japan. And they will pay you an excellent wage. They will pay your flight. They will pay you in money. They will give you food. They will give you housing. You will come back with almost all of the money that you made because you don't have to pay for food and housing and travel.
1: Now, over in Japan, there's a lot of fun things to do, and there's a lot of fun ways to burn money.
0: Well, yes, but my point is that, let's say this person got a $14 an hour job teaching English in Japan, versus a $14, hour, a $14 an hour job bagging groceries. One, would a wehabu person, for those in the audience who may not know, that is a person who enjoys anime. Would that person enjoy being in Japan?
1: No, they wouldn't.
0: Darling, they are a weeaboo. Oh, yes, Of yes. course they would enjoy being in Japan. What are you talking about? You are talking about a person who is obsessed with Japan. Why would they not want to go to Japan for free?
1: Good
0: point. They
1: would
0: love to go to Japan for free. Yes. i a weeaboo. As a weeaboo. As an anime fan.
1: That's cute how you
0: say it. I'm I'm Ira Glass. I'm Ira Glass. I'm
1: Ira Glass.
0: Now, I'm not saying that every single 18-year-old should go to Japan. I'm saying that if a person is obsessed with Japan, and someone will pay them exceptionally good money to go to Japan for free, why would they not do that? In fact, many universities in Asia and Europe will give you a college education for free. All you have to do is apply for it. So let's say, let's assume for the sake of argument, this 18-year-old person they decide to apply for a couple of different things. They've again they've just graduated high school, they're not really sure where to go yet. So Here's what I would do if I were you. If if I could go back and tell myself at 18 years old, here's what I would do. Okay? One. Apply for lots of different things, not just colleges. Apply for vocational schools. Apply for jobs teaching English in Japan or China or wherever you want to go. Apply for interesting jobs with places like nonprofits. Yes. If you uh, okay, one of the one of the people that we work with is named Victoria. She is the founder of a charity called Last Chance Corral. Yes. From approximately March to June, she has more work than she can possibly do with almost any number of staff. Yes. She is always. During that time of the year when the horses are being born, she is always looking for staff. Uh Uh-huh. She will pay you. She will give you lodging, and she will give you food. Yes. Darling, what do most women... uh, I'll I'll say girls, but I mean women because we're talking about over the age of 18. What do most girls love? Horses. Uh-huh. So why would a person... 18 years old, go and get a job at a bank for $14 an hour and feel like their soul is being crushed out of their body. Uh Uh-huh. When you could go and get paid $14 an hour plus room and board plus food to go and work with baby horses. Or take me, for example.
1: One thing I absolutely adore and love is weird old shit. That's true. Now, my favorite job unironically was working at Goodwill. Yes. And here's why. The pay was shit. Yeah? The management staff was borderline retarded.
0: (laughs) Yeah, borderline, sure.
1: The manager sat in her office taking selfies all day. Jesus. Useless. But you know what made the job fun and interesting for me? Tell me. Cool old shit. Yeah? It's like, oh, what's this cool thing? I got a good feeling about this old thing. That's a, you're too over-enthusiastic. That's Did they worth. tell you that? Yeah, they were like, Oh, oh that's not God. worth anything.
0: You're you too over-enthusiastic about working for a charity. That is so stupid. I'm
1: like, you're over en- Like, it's this way because I say so. Uh, put it this way. She was about as tall as you were. Uh, her name was Sarah. She was about as tall as you were. are.
0: Okay, standing uh-huh.
1: about 400 pounds, real ego trip.
0: 400 pounds. I'm over exaggerating. Jesus, fucking bimbo.
1: Um, I-, I would bring you know, I'd have a question. Why are you bothering me? I'm busy. I'm doing important manager work over here.
0: I'm I'm taking selfies because I want to post on Facebook that I work for a charity.
1: No, that was that was uh. Melinda, Marissa... It doesn't
0: matter, my dear. Her name is irrelevant. It doesn't matter, my dear. The point is, you enjoyed the work. Yes! Despite the fact that you were giving all of the money to someone else. Yes! Darling!
1: Now, what if I... Hold
0: on. Hold on. If you had met me five years ago, or however many years ago after you started working there and you had gotten trained at the job. Yeah. Here's what I would have told you. Why? Why, Trey, are you working for someone else and making them millions of dollars a year when you could, for a couple hundred dollars, set up your own LLC or charity? And do the same work. Because? And make millions of dollars.
1: And here's my retort that I, here's my response that I would have given you then. Okay. My response, if someone came up to me and said, hey, I like what you do. Come work with me on this.
0: Okay, let's think about this.
1: Is, that's, hey, hey, that's I like
0: what you do. Come work with me on this.
1: <laughs> I had to find the right person and go through the... I had to go through life in my own
0: way. Absolutely. And and see, here here is the thing. Here, here is something that I greatly admire about you, my love. Yeah? You live life with no regrets.
1: No! There's almost nothing to regret.
0: That is something that I have had to work very hard to change about myself because I had a lot of regrets for many years. Yeah. I don't feel that way anymore. As an example, people 7 years later are still sending me death threats over copying artwork from the My Little Pony show. I need to get over that. Seven years ago I broke the law I did it was illegal I should not have done it but but who was harmed literally no one literally no one I did not copy the artwork of any individual artist I copied the intellectual property of a five billion dollar corporation I'm so sorry that Hasbro cared so much about it, that they didn't even send me a letter from a lawyer called a cease and desist. Mm -hmm. So, Hasbro doesn't care. They didn't care. The statute of limitations on copyright infringement is three years. Mm -hmm. So if they cared, they could have, from the year of 2015 to 2018, they could have sent me a cease and desist, if they chose to. They did not. So that means that Hasbro doesn't care. Now, yes, I did break the law, but since the statute of limitations has expired, that means the government doesn't care. The judiciary doesn't care. The courts don't care. The police don't care. I could show a police officer the traced work that I did. Work, quote unquote. I could show people the traced artwork that I made. I could show a police officer and say, please put me in handcuffs. I have broken the law. And the, and the police officer would say, this expired in the statute of limitations four years ago. Please go home. <laughs> yeah. So if the government doesn't care and Hasbro, the wronged party, doesn't care, then why do furries care? And why do bronies care? Because
1: they're self-righteous.
0: That is only part of the answer, okay? Yep. On the internet, people love to go on witch hunts. They do! You have been the subject of many witch hunts yourself.
1: Yes, I have, and guess what I say to each and every one of them. Are you done yet? Do you feel better about yourself?
0: How, how does it feel? Go away. How does it feel, furries? To have bullied an autistic person in a wheelchair. How does it make you feel?
1: You're an asshole.
0: Uh, uh-huh. But I am an asshole for the right reasons. I am an asshole to get things done efficiently. Yes. Sometimes an asshole is necessary. Do you have an asshole? Yes. Do does every human being have an asshole? Uh, with some very minor exceptions, but does every human being have a, an asshole? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes assholes are necessary. And that is my soapbox for today.
1: Okay, now a quick word from our sponsor, American Wood Art. Hmm. We are running a special promo of Come Save the Puppies and Kittens.
0: Come Save the Puppies and Kittens. You Tell me- us about this promo. If you
1: tell us about this promo, you will receive 50% off your next...
0: 50%? Yes.
1: Wow. 50% off. Okay. And that 50% goes to...
0: is a charitable donation. Okay. Wow. So, like, if a pen is normally $100, then they would be spending $50. But that $50 is a donation. Yes. Okay. I like it. That other ha- that other half is
1: a charitable donation to the Last Chance Corral.
0: Okay, so uh, your 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 promotion is called Save the Puppies and Kittens and Ponies and Pony. Okay, got it. Because See, they they don't save puppies and kittens at the Last Chance Corral. No, they- a corral is for horses, my dear.
1: Well, I like to save puppies and kittens and ponies,
0: so. Well, so here, let me, let me help you. Okay, so my lovely future husband wants to make sure that he can donate as much money as possible to animal rescue. And this is something that's very important to me, too. Yeah. So uh, we are trying to raise money in multiple different ways for Last Chance Corral. And one of those ways... Is through American Wood Art. So, if you're interested, uh, how do they take advantage of this promotion? What is the promo code, my dear? Uh,
1: the promo code is.
0: Uh... Corral. The promo code is Corral. The
1: pro- promo code is Corral. And... C O R R
0: A L.
1: And by using this promo code, fifty percent of fifty percent of your purchase will go
0: to. You, darling. No. <laughs> you. You are so bad at percentages, my dear. So, what you are trying to say is 50% off. That is what you said at first. So, that means that it is not 50% of their purchase. It means they would pay $100 for a pen. And now it's $50. And you're saying that you would give whatever is left over after the cost of making the pen of, you know, $15 or whatever it is. uh, You're going to give the profit from that sale to the last chance corral correct yes okay so for those in the audience who may have difficulty with percentages uh he's saying half off and profits to charity that's what he's trying to say yes okay well thank you for sponsoring us american wood art owned by trey place ted um so uh let's go ahead and in the podcast for today We've been recording for about 47 minutes, so that's a pretty good length. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We are so excited for you to come along on this presidential journey with us. Uh, And we look forward to recording future podcasts uh, from the White House. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Please give it a like if you're listening on YouTube. Please give it a favorite or a review if you're listening on your favorite podcast app. And we will see you next time. See you
1: later, guys. Peace. Da, da, da,
0: da, da, da. Morty, Morty, we're back in the in the far in time of uh, 2022, Morty. Rick,
1: that's when the universe decided that it had enough of our shit and tried to kill us!
0: Uh, that was every year, Morty. Back in the 20th century, oh god. Oh, oh the I can still hear the I could still hear the screams. From my own mouth, as I didn't get a margarita that day. Uh, Ah, it was torture. I remember
1: that. Yes.
0: uh, People think that it's beer in those bottles that I drink, Morty. But no, it's it's actually pre mixed margaritas. Why do you think I have green slime on my mouth all the time? Yes. The portal fluid. The portal fluid was a margarita the entire time, Morty.
1: Is that how you time travel, Rick? You never
0: explained the formula. Yes. Margarita. It's what gave me the idea to create M-Theory, Morty. <laughs> M-Theory. The quantum theory that I'm going to describe to you over the next 497 episodes of this podcast. The Rick and Mor- R- Rick and... Uh, Morty and Rick... Uh, uh, math ex- Extravagant Explosion. <laughs> Morty and Rick Rick extravagant Explosion Show. Yes, Rick. This time
1: we're going to figure out how
0: Travel through time. <laughs> Morty, you're so stupid. I already know how to travel through time. I did not travel 70 years into the future. Uh, my body's so old, Morty. What
1: the hell are we doing it
0: now, then? Morty, that's the joke. The joke is that I am 70 years old. I'm your grandfather. I have traveled <laughs> through 70 years of time. That's the joke. This body is a time machine. That has traveled 70 years, Morty, unfortunately. Unlike your pure, virile body. You, Morty, you are the future. It's such a shame that I kept you out of school so often, Morty. That oh, was terrible. I didn't
1: get to see Jenny hardly ever, and then...
0: Jenny? Oh, God. Are you forgetting your girlfriend Jessica's name already? Yeah, me... Oh, God, the old-timers are setting in. Yeah, you know how many hot alien
1: chicks I've boned that she has no idea about? Marty, It's me,
0: Jessica! I just heard you say that you've boned many alien chicks! Yeah, Jessica! Are You fucking whore! Well, Marty, How dare you speak to me this way! My name is Jessica, I'm a new character!
1: Yeah, Jessica! <laughs> I boned hotter things than you on a daily basis! That... The only
0: reason why I'm upset it's because you didn't bring me along, Morty. Well, I didn't shit. know you were such a playboy, Morty. Well, shit, I didn't know you were interested in hot alien babes. Uh, what? You've seen my room, Morty. It's nothing but hot alien babes all over.
1: Good every hot alien
0: babe from every Star Trek series
1: ever made. Well, do you want to come bother of the real? Absolutely. Let's make the world's greatest porno on mars and make a jillion trillion dollars oh i got one better than that we can go to nebulus prime we can go into i got one better than going to mars you're thinking too small you're thinking you're thinking baby numbers i'm thinking yeah like... jessica
0: you fucking whore why would you only want to go to mars you're so stupid jessica oh god i'm totally on morty's side now I'm not usually on Morty's side, but this time I'm totally on your side, Morty. Uh, Mars, Jessica, really? Uh, you fucking boob, boob bitch? World. We can go to Boob World. We say- boob? Yes, Boob World. Boob World? What, yes. is, what is Boob World?
1: It is the greatest monument to porn that has ever existed in the universe. That sounds hot. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Boob World and finally do it. We've been putting this episode off for like 10 years.
0: Yeah, it's episode sixty-nine, Morty. It was really important to make it this far. Why do you think we asked for seventy episodes, Morty? It was so we could do episode sixty-nine of Boob World. Boob World. Oh God, it's taken me six decades to be able to tell that joke. Finally, my name is Dan. My name, my name is Dan Harmon. I'm the creator of frickin' Morty, along with Justin Roiland. Despite the fact that I sound almost exactly like Rick in real life. Uh, incredibly, Justin Roiland does the voice of both Rick and Morty despite the fact that I would make an incredible Rick if Justin Roiland were to die in some freak accident, which definitely won't happen now this has been an episode of, of Town, uh his, his podcast, where he does improv comedy with his friends uh, I'm so glad to have had uh, so glad to have had uh, this lovely actress here who plays the character of Jessica on Rick and Morty I'm so happy to have you, Justin Roiland, your, your clear look-alike from how you just shaved your beard. Do, Do you know, do you know what just, you know what yourself looks like, Justin? Let me, let me pull up a mirror on my, my quantum telephone, Dan Harmon. Look, look, you, you might as, you might as well be clones. Of each other.
1: Well, shit. That's pretty... That's pretty... That's pretty Rick.
0: <laughs> what? Morty, <What? laughs> <coughs> you're gonna kill me with these funny jokes. What funny improv comedy we're doing.
1: What? Oh <laughs> <laughs> what? That only took, what, four minutes?
0: That is six minutes, Jesus Christ! I see. Now we have to find somebody on Fiverr who can animate it for us into an actual like Rick and Morty short. <laughs> so it's freaking awesome. What the <clears throat> we'll have the most popular podcast in the universe, Morty, by by doing Rick and Morty for real in real life through infinite timelines.
1: <sighs> so how the hell are we going to time drama?
0: Well, Justin, hypothetically, if I, Dan Harmon, the creator of Harmontown, a a podcast by the creator of Rick and Morty, myself, Dan Harmon, if I, Dan Harmon, were to create time travel, it would have to be in the stupidest way possible. The stupidest way. There was only one way to do it, Morty.
1: Educate everyone. It was
0: to create stupidity. Uh, not to create stupidity, to, to exploit the stupidity that was already there, Morty. Yes. Well, you see, the only way that for time travel to exist when everyone on Earth is if everyone believes that time travel can exist. But how do you convince the stupidest person to become stupider than them, Morty? It's how Donald Trump got elected. He was stupider than all of them, and so they he thought they were geniuses. It's brilliant. And stupid at the same time.
1: <laughs> I
0: agree. Okay, but are, are we going out of character now? <laughs> uh. Oh, yes, thank you, audience. Thank you, thank you. Oh, we're in front of a live studio audience because this is an episode of Harmontown, Town, uh, Dan Harman's podcast. Yes. So he likes to ask difficult questions to his guests. So I will ask you a difficult question.
1: Okay.
0: Now, in your own words, Morty, if you could have a woman with four boobs or a woman with eight boobs, with how many boobs would you choose? A woman
1: with four and a woman with eight. Wow. What other defining character? What other defining character? And or features with this woman
0: have? Because they born, are a They are they're identical, done, they're identical twins born on the twin planet of Galaxon.
1: Well, do they have long hair, short hair? What color are their eyes? What color is their nose? What does their nose look like?
0: One of them has horrible burns on 98% of her body, <laughs> and one looks like a beautiful Miss Universe supermodel, except blue because she's from an alien planet.
1: Okay, which one can
0: make me laugh? And make me... <laughs> which one can speak to me? Mm. Well, one of them can speak in fluent Greek, English, and Tibetan, and the other can only say, Oh, it hurts so much. Put me out of my misery, Morty. Morty, oh, God. It hurts so much, Morty. Oh, the burns? Yes, Morty, do the humane thing and kill me, please.
1: Well, you see, I'm... I am Morty, and my grandfather is Rick, and we have this fuck-off car here. So, <laughs> we'll give you up an antidote real quick.
0: Yes, an antidote. An excellent idea, Morty. You're learning how to use half your brain, because as I severed it in half many years ago. <laughs> it, wasn't
1: lo- it wasn't technically a lobotomy, Morty, despite the fact that I went in through the front of your skull. But yes, we will... I I see, whatever. (laughs) Now, let's get the one with horrible burns. Yes, yes, indeed. And then we will have, because I personally don't discriminate, uh, I do not discriminate merely on number of genitalia. I take uh, the whole situation into account. Yes! If there's something I can do in this hypothetical situation to remedy the situation
0: see and that is why you deserve to be my vice president morty you know how you were voted as the evil leader of the citadel morty in episode five of season seven yes (laughs) i don't remember which episode it was but it was season season five episode eight something like that yes well uh, I'm, uh, I'm a Rick for one billion years in the future, <laughs> and we have learned to satisfy all of our sexual needs, Morty, by simply marrying Rick's and Morty's together. <laughs> <laughs> Morty! Morty, it's genius, Morty! I just went back to the time of the Greeks and made myself a baby, so that as I grew, that was my cultural heritage. My cultural heritage is to have sex with underage boys, Morty. Uh, my name is Dan Harmon, by the way. What? I'm the creator of Rick and Morty.
1: <laughs> Wait, what are you accusing? Are you accusing them of something?
0: No, no, I, this is all satire, of course. But the, the point is on Harmontown, which I have listened to probably a hundred episodes of. It is so good. Uh, he, he, he practices his comedy with his friends on stage. It's genius and because of that practice that they went through all those years they uh not just on the podcast but also you know meeting in person and doing the same thing from what i understand they learned their style of comedy down to the most minute level oh my god and that's why they're able to do a contract for 70 episodes of rick and... 70 episodes there had been 20 episodes if i recall correctly and they got a contract for seventy more. That would be a total of ninety episodes. Which for Adult Swim is an exceptionally long run for a show. Oh yeah. Very few shows even run that long. And and as far as they I have know
1: a plan is what they have.
0: You think? Uh they so but Dan Harmon actually talks about this a lot on his show. It's fascinating. Uh they filmed it I think it was after Rick and Morty got picked up I don't remember but anyway Uh, it's it's brilliant how they how they play off of each other and they practice their style of comedy and then they can just riff for you know again I've listened to them do this for like a hundred hours on their podcast and they can just do this consistently and it's consistently funny
1: yeah
0: because they're really good at what they do it, you don't have to be, you know, this person, you know, standing in a dark room, in a tall castle. I'm going to write my comedy material for the year. Yes, this is my comedy material.
1: Well, have you ever thought of your comedy material being tested among the general populace as you create it via yes, the internet? Yes, exactly. Well, that be a wonderful way. Dan Harmon, Justin Royland, you guys are fantastic. Yes. You are creating the smartest TV show ever that you have to have a high
0: IQ to understand. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, you said the thing. Oh, <laughs> oh I can hear the fans descending upon us. They, they screech like hoppies.
1: Well, let me clarify that. Not in a over-the-top, I'm more intellectual than you. Oh, that's oh, literally
0: No, that's literally Rick's character. His entire character is to do that. That yeah. you just did. Yes. Yeah. So it it can't be not about that because that's like half the episodes of the show.
1: The other half of the episodes just dumb shit that happens.
0: Right. Well, and they 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 talk about their philosophy of comedy a lot on the Harmon Town podcast. Yeah. And one of the things that they talk about is that um, you have to. Oh, God, I left it left my brain. I'm sure it'll come back.
1: One of. What I'm getting at is, the really intellectual people and the really smart people that actually sit down and understand the show, Yeah. and those that sit around, I'm smarter than you and you're smarter than me, they're some the dumbest people in the damn room. Uh, well, we agree on that, Morty.
0: <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> they're some of the dumbest people, they're the rabid fans, they're the intellectuals that can sit there and, you know, talk about... Uh, just talk about the general, the generalized theology of why evil Morty is doing what he's doing, and the likes that he's going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But that's not, like, a genius IQ thing.
0: Right. What if we, what if we painted, uh, if we're able to purchase the Jeep in time, um, this or a future Jeep, what if we painted it to look exactly like the Rick and Morty, um, time machine? because it kind of has the same shape a little bit where it comes out and then it has the like dome on top. That would actually be really fucking sweet.
1: Actually, one thing we could do <clears throat> and see how it's a Jeep, mm-hmm. we can get custom panels. Oh, <sighs> because here's what custom we Custom panels? What do you mean? You can get custom panels for Jeeps. There's companies to do that because mm-hmm. all the panels are are fiberglass. Okay. And if we wanted to, we could get a fiberglass fucking dome.
0: <laughs> that would be incredible. Because all oh we, all we my need, god! All we would need would
1: be the fiberglass. Um, all we need is a fiberglass oh. panel.
0: I'm not sure all... how we could get it approved. We we would have to get it approved, uh, by a government authority. Unfortunately, because if we just built it and started driving around. <laughs> uh we probably get ticketed in many states. So Wait, wait, uh, wait.
1: So It's not completely unreasonable to do that with cars. Okay. Oscar Meyer,
0: they have the Oscar Meyer wiener truck. Fair enough. Fair enough. If they can have their wiener, we can have our wiener. We can
1: have ice cream trucks.
0: And Oh, oh, we take Oh my god. I, I'm not done. I'm wait, not, wait, 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 wait. Hold not, on not, one, I, second, one second. One second. One second. One second. Okay, armored cars. <laughs> but painted to look exactly like ice cream trucks. <laughs> and, and then when they pull up to the location, they open up and staffed inside them are security guards. <laughs> Citizen,
1: your ice cream! <laughs> Which flavor? Um, we're just here to pick up the cash. What the? Why, why don't we become the beta again? Not the Panda Gang? Are we just becoming, you know, Saints Row?
0: <laughs> yes! The Saints Row Ice Cream Patrol! Don't get in the way of our Nerf Guns, children! Or no, no, no! Uh, uh, um, uh. Uh, squirt guns! Squirt guns! Don't get in the way of our squirt guns, children! <laughs> and they may look like M16s, but they're purely harmless squirt guns! Kids would love that shit! Um. Um.
1: Um. Call wait, the wait, wait, call what? the SWAT team to your home
0: today. S uh, sugary, W uh, water based, uh, A uh, apple honey, uh, treats SWAT. Uh,
1: honey, we're talking about things that are like on part B step. 300 million.
0: I don't know blood. what you're talking about. I, I am the smartest man in the universe, Morty. I, well, let's wind her. Let's wind the ADHD back just a little. God, God damn it. Using my <laughs> techniques against me. God damn it. No, let's,
1: let's reel the ADHD back just a little.
0: Just a little.
1: Fine. That wasn't very Rick of you. I can play both sides
0: of the toaster, Morty. <gasps> You can play both sides of the toaster. Yes, both sides of the protege. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> yes, Morty. Yes, Rick.
0: Oh, do you want me to be Morty now? Oh, Rick! I don't know if we can get out of this mess. Rick, why? When did I become so southern? I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe I'm cowboy, Morty. Cowboy Morty at your service. Rick, Rick, Sheriff Morty. Sheriff Rick. Cowboy Morty.
1: Settle down. We'll figure this shit out. Are we both Morty? (laughs) Oh no!
0: Two more, two Sheriff Mortys uh, trying to stop a angry herd of raging feminists. No, not the feminists. Their cow-like appearances are only projections of their internal uh, hatred. (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay, i'm getting entangled in logical fallacies morty no oh god my my ankles are tied up in in logical fallacies morty the feminists they're too strong
1: well here's what we're gonna do with these feminists (laughs) oh god Uh, yes hold on they're robot feminists
0: you can do anything to them and it's not r-rated go ahead Here's what we're gonna do. To the robot
1: feminists, yes! I'm gonna need you to settle down. I got the floor here. Okay, Cowboy James Morty. So, here's what we're gonna do with these feminists. We're gonna (laughs) sit here. I'm gonna get a pen and paper. I'm gonna get a pencil. I'm gonna get a piece of paper. And I'm gonna get me the internet real quick. And here's what we're gonna do. Okay. As these.
0: Here's your time computer.
1: As these feminists are sitting here <laughs> debating oh about how this and how that, I'm going to sit here and be an analytical statistician and show them. Yes!
0: And simply talk A statistician! Them. A person who would never mispronounce the name of their profession! Statistician! A best... statistician would be someone, <laughs> let's see, who works with state eyes. It's part of the bit, honey. Oh yes, of course. I it was just it was a mistake I, or was it a mistake or was it was it intentional?
1: <laughs> well, I am a statistician and we are just going to sit here and do the research of why these feminists may or may not have a legitimate claim to what they are saying. Now, they Feminists, like many things in this world, is a very vast. The feminists are. I'm not done. The feminists are. Sit, boy. Stop barking.
0: Stampeding around you. Stop barking. They are threatening to create a tornado with their thunderous hooves. They're all my little ponies.
1: I don't care now. (laughs) Sit. Stop barking while I am speaking. I was not done. So. We are going to sit there, and we are going to talk about the facts. We're going to talk about Mm. the information. We're Mm going to create a dialogue about... Uh, A dialogue. A dialogue. dialogue. I don't want to fight them. I don't want to sit there and call them horrible, mean, racist, sexual, whatever the fuck people are bitching about these days. Quite Mm -hmm. frankly, everyone Mm -hmm. needs to take the fuck, sit the fuck down, and crying over every little thing because not everyone's going to understand what the hell you're talking about and if you I don't know for example set fire to a building because you're angry yes the world sees anger that is not a conversation right that is that doesn't help right the the gay community has made it very far in there, has made it very far making major moves in society.
0: Well, and because with,
1: they're not uh, anarchists.
0: <laughs> yes, well, and with very little disruption in terms of, like, their civic life, for example. Yeah. They, they weren't, you know, I, my understanding is that there were some violent protests in the 60s and 70s. My, yeah. That's my understanding. However, keep in mind, that the amount of violent protests during the time of the Vietnam War was, at, in some cases, 60,000 protests per year. 60,000! Yeah. So the idea of, like, oh, oh, they were doing violent protests in the 60s, that offends my modern sensibilities. Well, it's like, well, everyone was doing violent protests in the 60s, so <laughs> if you would prefer to pick a cause that didn't have violent protests, like, um... The U.S. switching to the metric system, uh... Wait, there were were violent protests over that. No, there were not, (laughs) is my point. And so the U.S. never switched. It's almost like sometimes, sometimes, forceful, forceful action is needed. I am not saying violent action, because I am a person who thinks that everything should be nonviolent. Everything, including relations between countries yes uh i do not think that violence solves anything and as a person who would like to see the human race continue for the next 10 to the 100 years instead of 10 to the one years uh there's a big difference between 10 to the one i.e 10 years and 10 to the 100 or a google of years yes Yes. I, i would prefer for humanity to live quite a long time into the future and well Think about it this way.
1: What we had, what has helped the debate Mm. for those willing to sit down and willing to discuss it? What do you mean? What tools have been provided, such as (coughs) Google, Right. what tools have they provided to help humanity move forward in a way Mm -hmm. that will allow them to exist 10 to the 100 years? Yes, exactly.
0: Google! Literally a Google of years! (laughs) It's not a coincidence, people! You (laughs) act... Oh, how could it possibly... How convenient that at the exact time, at the exact time, when the concept of a Google, or 10 to the 100 of something, would become important! Yes! How convenient that that just happened to happen. As a whim of a couple of MIT engineers, how convenient, how interesting. Because the main original
1: mission statement was Google was to help society move forward.
0: Well, and to not be evil as well. I, yeah, I I find it incredibly incredibly ironic that they have kept their motto on their website almost word for word the same since nineteen ninety six. No, Google's made Except something. they removed the phrase, don't be evil. So that that is that is a great sign of the non evil empire, of course. <laughs> the non e- the, the non evil empire <laughs> uh would not need to say <laughs> I shouldn't be evil. <laughs> you know you know, God dang I, I really shouldn't have been evil this entire time. Those Jews? Let's just bring the ashes over here. Let's just put them back together.
1: It's like a <laughs> jigsaw puzzle a jew saw puzzle, we'll say. Okay, okay.
0: Sorry, let me, what let, me, the let, me ta- let me let me tap let me tap down the uh, <laughs> let me let me just tap down the Dan Harmon energy for a moment. Uh, my name's let me let me go back to alcoholic Dan Harmon. Oh, I'm Dan Harmon. Before I decided to go to Alcoholics Anonymous,
1: I I have a very deep voice. Now, what is
0: evil? What is evil? You forcing me to be here, Morty. (laughs) No, no, no. Serious question. What is evil in your world? Uh, Are you asking me? Yes, you. Neil Fox? Are you asking Rick? Are you asking Dan Harmon? Because you get different (laughs) answers from each person. Well...
1: The more answers that we can have, the better. Well, Audience, I have a question. In the comment section, please put in a description of what you think is evil in this world. That is your homework for the day, and if anyone else sees this in the future, please put down what you think evil is. Because mm,
0: the results could surprise you. Yes. Well... We'll start with my definition, personally. And my definition, this is for Neil Fox, not for a character bit. Because sometimes people have trouble distinguishing between my fact and satire. I, I published my my whole, uh, I think I told you about this before, but I published my whole document about everything about with Majira and all that. And uh, <laughs> somebody that I've worked with for years, not, not just some random person, Somebody knows me really well. She l- takes one look at it and she goes, Is this satire? She couldn't tell. She couldn't tell if it was satire or not. And I just said, Nope. Because sometimes people have trouble distinguishing when I am telling the truth and when I am acting. But anyway, I am speaking for myself in this way. Mm hmm. I think that evil is something that increases suffering of humans and other sentient beings, we'll say. You know, we have beings that can think for themselves. And something as simple as, like, a mouse can think for itself. It can make decisions, it can remember things, you know, that that it's a very simple brain, but that's the type of brain that we start to differentiate between insect brains, uh, you know, Brains of voles and little teeny tiny rodents and all that, and then brains of mammals. The the difference that is so stark in evolution, and I'm surprised that more people haven't talked about it, is the difference between mammal and non-mammal. Because uh, you know, people talk about you know the age of the dinosaurs and all this, and you know, look how long that lasted. It has lasted much. It had lasted in the past, you know, 200 million years or something like that. Humanity is nowhere near 200 million years old. We could, in the same way that the dinosaurs existed, we could exist on Earth 200 million years into the future. Yeah. But many things will happen. You, you, scientists can go back and see, you know, how frequently f- giant floods happened or uh, big volcanic disasters and stuff like that, and these things happen pretty often in terms of a million-year or a billion-year timescale. You know, every so often the Earth will be hit by a very large asteroid. It could be tomorrow, or it could be a million years into the future, but either way, we should start preparing for it. Even if it is impossible for us to stop a, a giant asteroid at this point, if we don't start the process, we will never finish it. So yes, my definition of evil is uh, the, some, an action that increases the suffering of sentient beings. And I, I would consider, in my just rough estimation of evolutionary biology, because I am not an expert by any means. But in my estimation, the primary distinction in the animal kingdom is between the mammal and non-mammal brain. Uh, There are not that many species of mammals in terms of the number of species on the planet. There's like uh, 10,000 times more beetles or something like that, I don't remember. But look how thoroughly mammals have dominated the planet in such a tiny,
1: tiny, tiny
0: amount of time. And dinosaurs, had they lasted another trillion years, dinosaurs would never have been able to build a spaceship.
1: Their brains were too
0: small. It is very unlikely that an herbivore would ever evolve intelligence anywhere near the level of a human brain. Because an herbivore or a plant, whatever, relatively close in terms of terms of, you know, food needs and all that, um, they don't need a large amount of intelligence because intelligence is expensive in terms of how much time and resources that it costs to raise the young and all of that. Well, let me give you a piece of
1: evolutionary science. Sure. That will shock you that I know this information. Okay. Squirrels. I'm you would think they're not very smart. But, did you know a squirrel can create a 3D identity image, a 3D image of every single place that he had put his, um, nuts? I
0: can, too. <laughs> but it's not those kinds of... Oh, sorry. Uh, what mind. I'm saying
1: is, squirrels evolved to be able to remember specific pieces of information.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, so, that's, it's specialized, um, in the same way that, for example, humans have a specialized part of their brains to remember people's faces. Yeah. A squirrel would have, for example, a three-dimensional map of a tree. A three-dimensional map of a tree is not something that's going to be super, super vital to a human's survival. No. Whereas to a squirrel, it is the difference between life and death. Literally. Every day. And so they would have a much larger percentage of their brain dedicated to remembering 3D objects than we would. Yes! 3D
1: objects, places, um, orientation, Mm -hmm. landmarks. Squirrels are basically just (laughs) mini-GPSs.
0: So, uh, just to let the audience know, uh, for anyone who's uh, tuned in over the last couple of episodes, um, my sweet, sweet Labrador, (laughs) he, he loves to talk about squirrels. His favorite, his favorite song is the Squirrel Song. We sing it every night. Squirrel, 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 give me a twirl. Oh my squirrel God. girl, give a twirl. Give. Uh, I can't think of any other words that rhyme with twirl. <laughs> uh, he loves squirrels, and that's the Squirrel Song. My name is Dan Harmon. This is the, the episode of Harmon Town. <laughs> what what I'm saying is
1: intelligence. <clears throat> we've been thinking about it wrong this whole friggin' time.
0: Okay, what do you mean?
1: Because the human mind, uh, we've been thinking about it from a purely math from a purely mathematical standpoint, as sure. opposed to a biological standpoint of mm. evolutionary science. Sure. Dig the human brain, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, we specialized in being able to communicate. Yep. We specialized in
0: Well, most of us were non autistic specialized <laughs> in being able to communicate. I'm just
1: joking. Well then you have I am not done. So I'm we just what I'm saying is so we all specialize collectively to be able to communicate with each other our ideas. Right. Right. Now, obviously you're gonna have that bell curve. Yep. Neil is autistic, so he falls on one side of the bell curve. Yep. And I'm ADHD and dyslexic, which falls under the other part of the bell
0: curve. Yes, on complete opposite ends, not only in terms of just total number, but in percentage as well.
1: And it's almost like they
0: say opposites attract. It's almost like we each have quite a few different separate disabilities that do not overlap very much. Which is great in terms of being able to get through ordinary life. Uh, Oh, you have exceptional talent in ways that I have exceptional failing? Fantastic!
1: I have exceptional failings in the way that you have exceptional
0: talents. That's true. And the vice versa for me. I am a doctorate-plus level reader. Like, reader, copywriter, uh, writer, all of this. I'm not any great author at this point I would like to be, but said, been one of my lifelong dreams is to have a published book and my parents said it could never happen but I hear the good gospel of uh, publisher Random House Random House is our sponsor for today here we are on this uh, monkey farm off in the wild distance of dimension 418, but what I was saying was Oh, yes! Continue! What
1: I was saying was... Human beings decided to develop generalized specialities, which just happened to work in our favor.
0: Yeah. It was an accident. There there was no planning involved in terms of the evolutionary biology of it. Exactly. Which is fascinating. Yes. Uh,
1: Let's see. Dolphins... Dolphins have a uh, fairly diverse community as well. True. The dolphins figured out, oh, why do we need houses?
0: Well, they probably but, were like most fish, I would assume, and didn't have a permanent house. No, dolphins still don't. Oh, okay.
1: Even Sorry, if I, dolphin... I don't know
0: very much about dolphins.
1: Um, dolphins, if we allow them, will probably take
0: over the world in the next... Now we're getting into some conspiracy theories. Is this something you heard about on Coast to Coast AM? No,
1: actually, I'm just been thinking about the evolutionary um, science of dolphins themselves. Sure. And how intelligent they are, and just we think of, you know, oh, we're big, we're big, burly humans. We can build houses. We can build giant castles. Yes, that indeed. makes us so intelligent. Yes, look at our monuments to our erections. Yes, that makes us so intelligent. Yes, indeed. Now, take the humble ant, for example. Mmm, yes, the ant. They have hive mind intelligence, which is another form of intelligence
0: that we have yet to even begin to understand. Uh incorrect! Uh we have begun to understand it primarily through the simulation. Dun, dun, dun. It's time for the Simulation let me, Power Hour. <laughs> well, let, let me what finish. is a simulation? A simulation
1: is... an artificial creation of someone else's design. Yes. Continue. So, like I was saying, we've started to artificially figure out what our, uh, what ant intelligence is. Uh, yes. Hi, artificially figure it out. But I would Mm -hmm. say, artificially figuring out that it exists Mm. and being fluent in it. True. Now. Interesting
0: observation. Yes. Yes, indeed.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, if we want to become the most powerful nation on earth we need to figure out what other needs do other parts of our society need to be focused on Mm, because it boils down to different types of intelligence yes absolutely and it's not some weird statistic you can't possibly measure it in any way
0: but well you can you can, you, you can you have to use methods that aren't unusual to measure it to measure it, because if they were usual, we would already be measuring it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The James Webb Space Telescope. If you if you went back fifty years and showed them the plans for the James Webb Space Telescope, they might have said, you know, it's 1972. Edwin Hubble is very old, but still in charge of the the uh, Ast- astronomy observatory. Edwin Hubble. Uh, It's 1972, here are the plans for the James Webb Space Telescope, which will be put online in 2022, a year 50 years in our future. He would say, are you kidding me? There is no way that you would be able to build this in 2022. It is impossible. It is impossible based on their current technology. Well, and now it is not only possible, but most people on Earth don't even know. Incredible engineering that went into it, yes, now that's
1: what engineers do, yes, if we wanted to, we can go look up old research of things that they thought were impossible at the time yes, go find what if we what if we went back and we looked up the research notes, all the public information on patents long forgotten yes well
0: patents for one but because let me finish Mm. you start with the patent sure patent would be the easiest one to start with because it's all already in public domain
1: yeah and then you use those patents say if it was some crazy thing at nasa yes something that's been declassified or some piece Mm. of work that they were
0: working on then yes maybe they just ran out of funding that happens a lot uh, Where it's find like, old projects. Oh, the, this this project had a lot of promise, but you know, they had a two hundred million dollar budget and when they spent the two hundred first million dollar they were canceled. Like that happens all the time. Like I said, so what if we went
1: what if we went back into the past yes, and looked using up the power of the library. Yes, go back and go back to past projects. Yes. And assess their viability. Sure. I'm why no that? engineer, but you know what I am? You know what I am good at? Tell me. Being able to take a look at like a whole bunch of plans, right? and then we just and then we sit down and then we talk about why this, why that? Yes. Why, why, what? <laughs> well, why
0: would we do it this way? Why would we spend five billion on this? Well, exactly. it's important because we need a, a crypto collider to do the flippity-doobity. Okay. It literally sounds like Rick and Morty to most people. <laughs> I, I usually can keep up with what they're saying, but even for me it's difficult in some of these things. Like when they, they unveil the you know new particle accelerator stuff and it's like, yes, we have 78 more floppities in this one. Uh, it can operate at negative 80 bajillion, kazillion of Trillion <laughs> Even me, even with how much I have studied this, even with how many books I have read, huh. it is difficult for me to keep up with modern physics. That is how quickly our understanding of physics is advancing. How yes.
1: exciting. Now in reality it's like, oh we've decreased the pressure we've decreased the pressure valves in we've decreased the pressure valves for X component, reducing the temperature, reducing the humidity and temperature via via 15 degrees per, right? It's like, oh, so you decrease the pressure, Mm -hmm. and then from there, you reduce the amount of humidity in it, and you manage to reduce, oh, okay, I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Because the vast majority of the time, when they explain it in that fashion, mm-hmm. it's a way that a large portion of normal individuals yes. can actually
0: follow. <laughs> right? Right. Well, and that's why they always do it that way on Star Trek. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. Because there are things in Star Trek that are not real. Yes. That does happen in the sci-fi show. You're, you're, at the time, especially. They didn't have a lot of these ideas that we now have about quantum physics. They, these, these ideas were being worked on as these episodes were being produced. It's incredible.
1: Audience, if you were ever wondering, I, um, I've been an elevator mechanic. I have a, back, I have a background in uh, mechanics. He was the
0: elevator mechanic at the Willy Wonka factory. Yes. Installing the Wonka-vator.
1: Exactly. No, I actually have a bit of a ba- I have a bit of a background in construction, carpentry, woodworking, yeah. right. uh, accessibility. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Jackass of... of all <laughs> trades, more like. Master of nothing, audience. So you, you are a master of many things, and an amateur at others. <laughs> that is part of life. Yes, I am a jack of all sexual positions.
0: Which is my personal favorite way to express myself. Yes, that is my art. That is- Oh, yes, that is- My art is pornography. Therefore, you cannot restrict my art in the White House. Yes, of course, I must be allowed to create my art.
1: Yes. Now, (laughs) there's an aspect in construction that requires A very intuitive knowledge of physics. Sure. What's that? That would be... It would be something along the lines of... We're building a set of scaffolding. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, there's several ways you can go about building the scaffolding. Sure. Here's how most of them do it. Okay. They just make it fucking work. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Like... There's a reason why I don't do carpentry anymore. It's because we were doing a lot of things that just worked. Oh God! Are I they nearly kind of save like, things. Yeah. Oof, that's terrible. So I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, no, I've um, <laughs> fuck. Th- there's a reason why
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I
1: just don't do it anymore. Wow. Because I've nearly fallen off a roof twice oh my god uh the scaff the um scaffolding where you we were using i um <laughs> it it started to tip mm-hmm. <laughs> nearly fell off the- i nearly fell off the roof twice and then Jeez. all of us nearly fell off the roof three times wow yeah. it was it was it was kind of sketchy Jesus, I'm like yeah. We're not doing this no more. Wow. That's like.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I never did. Hold on, let me make sure. Okay, yes, good.
1: Yes, but I had a be- I have a pretty substantial background in these fields. Right. Which has led me to learning the physics of not dying at the job. You learned to be don't die on the job. Well, you've learned much safer ways of doing things. Mm. Well, like much, much, much safer ways of learning how to handle dangerous things, right? Especially with <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, one of my coworkers almost got crushed by concrete as well. Huh.
0: Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> no, let's not do that. Um, let's, let's avoid that. Right, if all possible. Agreed! I would prefer to not have you returned as a pudding, please. (laughs) That would be unfortunate for many people, including yourself. Yes. Because I would find you in hell and bring you to heaven. No, I don't know. joking. Well, it's been an exciting day of Rick and Morty parodies. Yes. Uh, That was really fun. We should do more Rick and Morty parody episodes. Harmontown is stupidly popular. Oh, yes. yes. Since we made a parody episode, I'm just going to title it like, uh, Harmontown Rebooted on the Comedy Blopo Network, or whatever. (laughs) So that uh, people who enjoy his podcast might uh, tune in and take a look.
1: Good boy, come here, hold on one second
0: my dear.